Hello, this is Paul. This is Laura. I'm Dave. And I'm Alton. We are Team Derringer. You are listening to Derringer Discoveries. Where we take you, the listener, on an adventure. A music adventure. Derringer Discoveries listeners, today's episode is The Beatles' Best, 1962-1965. And after all these years, the Beatles are still holding their own compared with today's other top recording artists. On Spotify, as of this episode, the Beatles are at number 123 worldwide with 27.5 million monthly listeners. We will not be talking about any of the Beatles songs released after 1965. The Beatles in 1965. Thus, we will not be talking about any of the songs from the timeless masterpieces like Revolver. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Magical Mystery Tour. The White Album. Abbey Road. Or Let It Be. Let It Be. The reason we are limiting this episode to the Beatles from 1962 to 1965 is because our two special guests today are listeners of Derringer Discoveries and they are musicians and recording artists from the Syracuse, New York area here in the U.S. who recently wrote, recorded, and released a trilogy of Beatles-themed songs available for streaming worldwide on all of the usual digital streaming platforms such as Spotify. This trilogy of songs focuses on the Beatles from 1962 Therefore, our episode today will take you, our listeners, to the Beatles' best from 1962 to 1965. These special three songs are included on this episode's Spotify playlist called The Beatles Inspired. Paperback Listeners, please check out the Beatles-inspired playlist, and if you have or know of a song that you think would be a good fit for the playlist, send us a link to it, or otherwise tell us about it on our website. You can also do so by sending us an email at feedback at derringerdiscoveries.com. Today's special guests are Sammy Volcano. Sammy Volcano here, a resident of Casanova Youth. Coming to you today from Bavaro Beach in the Dominican Republic. Excellent. Yeah, it's great to have you. Yeah, welcome aboard, Sammy. Glad to have you with us. Thank you. Hello, Derringers and Derringer listeners. And our second guest is Anthony Micaroni. Hi, I'm Anthony Micaroni. I live in Brandingham, New York, and I am Sam's younger, better looking partner. Really? <laughs> and I am a good friend of Sam Volcanoes and been playing with him for a hundred years. That's about how long the Derringers have known each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, Anthony, Sammy, it's wonderful to have you with us. In addition to playing snippets of Sammy and Anthony's trilogy of Beatle themed songs, we will ask our two guests, that's right, our two guests, Sammy and Anthony, who are also super fans of the Beatles, to talk with us about about the Beatles and to tell our listeners their favorite Beatles songs for each year starting with 1962 and ending with 1965. Help. 
I need somebody. During this episode, we will also reveal the Beatles' biggest hit song for each year that we are covering, 1962 to 1965. We will limit ourselves to the United Kingdom and USA charts, and we hope that our listeners elsewhere in the world, in our 30-plus listener countries, will forgive us for limiting our scope. In case you're wondering... How did we meet Sammy and Anthony? Anybody ever wonder that? I did. (laughs) Raise your hand. How did we meet Sammy and Anthony? Well, it was several months ago that Sammy contacted us in response to our Derringer Discoveries episode 19. That's episode 19 on the Beatles' 10 Worst Songs and Why. Sammy offered us his thoughts on the Beatles' 10 Worst Songs. One thing led to another. Sammy then told us about his trilogy of Beatle-themed songs, and he introduced us to Anthony. Here we are today with episode 45 featuring Sammy and Anthony from New York. You are listening to Derringer Discoveries. The The Beatles Beatles in 1962. In 1962, the Beatles did not hit the U.S. charts at all. In the U.K., they had exactly one hit that year. Paul, before the Beatles had their first hit, they refined their live performing skills by playing countless hours in music clubs in Liverpool, England, and in Hamburg, Germany. In December of 1962, just before they began their rise to the top, the Beatles played multiple weeks at the Star Club in Hamburg. If you'd been there, you could have walked in, ordered a beer, sat in the front row for a performance by the soon-to-be world's greatest band. That experience is what I try to describe in my song, Beatles in Hamburg, 1962. And they played long hours. Is that right, Sammy? They would play incredibly long hours by today's rock and roll standards. Yeah, their typical set at the Star Club was five to seven hours. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a lot of music. Well, Sammy, as you mentioned, this leads us to the first song in your trilogy about the Beatles. And it's about the Beatles playing in Hamburg. Your song is called Beatles in Hamburg, 1962. The Beatles set list in 1962 at the Star Club included soon-to-be-famous songs such as Long Tall Sally and Roll Over Beethoven. And they actually performed I Saw Her Standing There. Twist and Shout. Songs that in a year's time they'd be playing on the Ed Sullivan Show. Yeah, they had played so much in Germany that when they first got a recording contract, the recording company had them redo the vocals to I Want to Hold Your Hand, and they issued it as Come Give Me Dinah Hand. And the same with uh, She Loves You, which was She Liebtick. As Paul Derringer noted, the Beatles had exactly one hit in 1962, and it was only in their home country of the United Kingdom. That one UK hit was Love Me Do. Love, love me do. Love me do peaked at number 17 on the UK charts. After the Beatles had conquered the world in 1964, Love Me Do went to number one in the United States and other countries. I think most of our listeners know the song Love Me Do, but Sammy and Anthony, tell us something we don't know about that song. Sam? George Martin 
on the spot at the recording session, asked Paul McCartney to sing a part of the song that was normally sung by John Lennon in order that John Lennon could play the harmonica and come in on time. Love me do. Paul McCartney, uh, in many interviews, has said that when he hears the song, what he hears is the nervousness in his voice of having to sing a part for the first time on one of his first recording sessions. Someone to love. Someone like you. Sammy, Anthony, we revealed that Love Me Do was the Beatles' biggest hit in 1962. Now it's your turn. What's your personal favorite Beatles song from 1962? Anthony, you first. Yeah, it's Love Me Do, hands down. One of the things that uh, really caught my ear, was one of the first times I can remember ever hearing a harmonica played in a rock song, so I thought that was pretty unique. Love Me Do. Love Me Do for me as well. It's a very strong example of the blend of John and Paul's voices, which, of course, went on through the rest of their career as a band. For 1962, our special guests, Sammy and Anthony, agree with the Derringers and the charts. It's Love Me Do all the way. <laughs> love me do. are listening to Derringer Discoveries with listeners in more than 30 countries. The, the Beatles, Beatles in 1963. In 1963, in the UK, Beatlemania took over. However, in the US in 1963, the Beatles only had one charting song and it didn't even hit the Hot 100. Da, 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 dun, dun, da. The Beatles' sole charting song in the USA in 1963 was... From Me to You, which bubbled under for three weeks at 116 in August of 63. Sammy, tell us what your favorite Beatles song is from 1963. Well, I'm going to invoke the seldom used double down clause in the Derringer Discoveries rule book. <laughs> Oh. Excellent. Hey, hey, Sammy, you know what? Laura has never even seen the rule book. Now I'm finding out about the double down clause. Oh, it's too much. We must have circulated it in the Dominican Republic. I understand that under that rule, I'm entitled in this situation to pick two songs. So I'm going with Twist and Shout. And I saw her standing there. To me, both of these recordings begin like they're shot up right out of a cannon. They capture the excitement of a live Beatles performance at a point in time when I think they were reaching their peak as a performing band. All right, Sammy, you doubled down and went with two. Anthony, is this your pick as well? For me, it's She Loves You. She loves you, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the quintessential rock song of all rock songs. It really, I think, sums up the 50s and 60s rock style. powerful it has tight harmony and it is super packed with high energy it's one of the greatest songs ever written yeah absolutely you lost your love when i saw her yesterday sammy what do you think after john and paul finished writing it they played it for paul's father jim mccartney in his living room and he listened to it and he suggested to them that they should change it to she loves you yes 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 <laughs> indeed in the United Kingdom, with Beatlemania raging, the Beatles were topping the British charts. Their biggest hit in their home country and the best-selling single in England in 1963 was Anthony's Pick. 
She loves you. Yes, yes, yes. Derringer Discoveries listeners, She Loves You is still the Beatles' all-time best-selling single in the UK. As of November 2022, and that's just the latest available stats, She Loves You is the ninth best-selling single of all time by any recording artist in the UK. With a love like that. And on Spotify, as of this episode, She Loves You has streamed more than 137 million times. You know you should be glad. Are listening to Derringer Discoveries. The, the Beatles, Beatles in 1964. 1964. Listeners, by 1964, the U.S. was knee-deep, along with the United Kingdom, in Beatle mania, with 14 weeks on the charts and seven weeks at number one, starting January 25th, 1964. The number one Beatles song in the U.S. for the year 1964 was the hit single... I want to hold your hand. Oh yeah, I'll tell you something. All right, Sammy, what did you pick for your favorite Beatles song from 1964? And I Love Her. This is a perfect production. It starts with a four-note musical hook. It goes into a beautiful melody. I give her all my love. Blends in George Harrison on the nylon string guitar. She gives me everything. A key change for the solo. And I love her. And then a switch to a major chord at the ending of the song. It just makes you want to listen to it over and over and over. Listeners, in October of 2015, Kurt Cobain of Nirvana fame had a posthumous hit with his very raw demo version of And I Love Her. She gives me everything. Kurt's version has streamed more than 56 million times on Spotify. Sammy, Anthony, any thought on Kurt's version? Well, my first thought is I hope my first hit isn't posthumously. <laughs> But setting setting that aside, yeah, I think it's great. It's a total contrast to the romantic vibe of the original. And it almost sounds like a breakup song, the way Kurt performs it. I think the song is just a great reinterpretation of the song, as Sam said. For me, it's haunting. For 1964, Sammy chose And I Love Her by the Beatles. Anthony, do you concur? Well, no. For 1964, the song that I really liked, and as well the entire album, was A Hard Day's Night. It's been a hard day's night. It's truly a bouncy song that I think speaks to a lot of people. And I've been like a dog. Going to work every day is really hard. But coming home to someone you love is great because they just make it better. Well said. No doghouse for you tonight. Listeners, 1964 was the year the Beatles movie and album A Hard Day's Night was released. It hit the theaters on July the 10th, 1964. 
Sammy and Anthony, the second song in your Beatles trilogy is Hard Night's Day Worldview. Well, Beatles in Hamburg that you played earlier was from the point of view of an audience member in 1962. Uh, Hard Night's Day is from the point of view of the Beatles in 1962. Sometimes it's lonely here in this foreign land. They had played literally over a thousand shows. They had auditioned for Decca and failed. They were kind of at the end of the rope, but they kept each other's spirits up, believed they were the greatest band in the world, and it turned out that they were right. If they could only hear, they'd understand. I think a hard night's day really switches it into the position of what it was like to be a musician trying to make it. One of the interesting thing about the song, A Hard Night's Day, is that if uh, you're a musician yourself, you will notice that the chords follow the chords in eight days a week. Me, me. So it's really a combination of two ideas and two different songs. Me, me. Ain't got nothing but love, Listeners, that's Hard Night's Day Worldview by Anthony Micaroni and Sammy Volcano, our two special guests for today's episode. This is the second song in their trilogy about the Beatles from 1962 to 1965. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Team Derringer, Laura, Paul, Alton, Dave. You are listening to Derringer Discoveries. The, the Beatles, Beatles in 1965. 1965 was another phenomenal year for the Beatles. Paul, there is no way we can keep 1965 to just one Beatles chart-topping song. No way. All right, Dave, what do you propose? We've got to go with two songs, one written by John Lennon and the other penned by Paul McCartney. Let's do it. Let's go with two songs. With 12 weeks on the U.S. charts and three weeks at number one starting August 14th, 65, it's John Lennon's cry for help. I need somebody. And with nine weeks on the U.S. charts and four weeks at number one, starting October 2nd, 65, it's Paul McCartney with Yesterday All my troubles seem so far away All right, Sammy, let's have it. What's your favorite song from 1965 by the Beatles? I have to go with You've Got to Hide Your Love Away. Yeah, nice. Here I stand head in hand Turn my face to the wall. Well, here's a song written nearly 60 years ago, which treats a social issue and is every bit as relevant today. Everywhere people stare. John's song expressing the pain and unfairness that he believed Brian Epstein must have felt because of his sexual preference. Hey, you've got to hide your love away. Sadly, it's as relevant today as the day it was written. Hey, you've got to hide your love away. Listeners, you've got to hide your love away is from the movie Help. Help. Now, it was on the Help soundtrack, but it was not released as a single and thus never eligible to be a hit single for the Beatles. But it is a compelling song, as Sammy pointed out, and it's also one of John Lennon's finest. And the Beach Boys enjoyed it. They did a, a cover of that on their Beach Boys party album. Here I stand, head in hand, turn my face to the wall. 
Anthony, how about you? What's your favorite Beatles song from 1965? Well, for me, it has to be the actual song, Help. Help. I need somebody. And the reason for this, I think, once again, it shows a transition in rock and roll and music altogether. Help. Not just anybody. But one of the first times an artist is willing to expose himself to the world. Help. You know, I need someone. Not only just an artist, but one of the greatest musicians who ever lived. Help. It was something that John Lennon kept doing year after year after year. Help me get my feet back on the ground. Won't you please, please help me? Anthony, you love the song Help. Does that indicate that you might lean toward John Lennon over Paul McCartney? For a long time in my life, I really was leaning towards Paul McCartney. And then for a long time and period of my life, I started leaning towards John Lennon. And I finally came to the conclusion that they both offered each other so much that one couldn't have been himself without the other. And so I would have to say that I really lean towards both of them. All right. So Anthony is going to be in the middle ground. Sammy, are you willing to lean one way or the other? John Lennon or Paul McCartney? I'm going to go with John Lennon. Won't you please, please help me, help me, help me. What's happening next? Well, Sammy, Anthony, this leads us to the third song in your trilogy. The song is Beatles in 1965 Worldview. The Beatles in 1965. Sammy, tell us a little bit about this song. Well, completing the trilogy, this song is about the feeling one gets when listening to the Beatles. It's Beatles radio. The song is essentially, if you're down, put on a Beatles album and you'll feel better. Sammy and Anthony, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. It's been a lot of fun. Do you have any shout outs for friends, family, and fans? Yeah, I'd like to shout out to my wife, Cynthia, and my kids, Sam and Emily, who put up with my incessant strumming and humming for all these years. And definitely my lifelong friend, Anthony, for being my musical partner. Anthony, how about you? Yep. And I would like to say thank you to my wife and my children. And I'd just like to say that I really got to thank Sam because he's always been my John Lennon. He's the best. Listeners, you can hear the trilogy and other inspired songs at the Beatles-inspired playlist on Spotify by Derringer Discoveries. This is Paul. This is Laura. This is Alton. And this is Dave. At our website, you can find all of our Derringer Discoveries episodes, our Turnip Music Radio Top 25 chart, and fascinating bio information on the four of us, as well as other interesting material. There's a lot of great stuff at DerringerDiscoveries.com. Before we go... We have some exciting news we'd like to share with you. This summer, Derringer Discoveries is going to release a classic rock episode, but we need your help. We want to know what you think are the top five classic rock songs of all time. To make things easy, we've set up a special page on our website where you can vote for your top five classic rock songs of all time. All you need to do is go to DerringerDiscoveries.com slash rock. That's DerringerDiscoveries.com slash rock, R-O-C-K, to let us know your top five favorite classic rock songs. It's super easy. Go to DerringerDiscoveries.com slash rock. That's all there is to it. 
Thanks for listening to Derringer Discoveries. We hope to hear from you soon. I'm fine. You could even say, please, please, please. She loves you. Yes, yes, yes. And that's part of our family-friendly show here. (laughs) In your sister's room. I'm going to stop the recording, but we can still chit-chat.